Welcome to Coindesk's Women Who Web3 podcast, your weekly podcast celebrating women supporting women, investing in women, and bridging the gender gap and wealth through Web3. Blockchain technology can be anything. That's what they're doing. They're here to support other women, and they are supporting themselves in the process. They said 70% of Latin Americans are underbanked or unbanked. 51% are using crypto. And we actually have a country, Iceland, who is at 90% parity. And guess what they have? 12 months maternity leave. Isn't that gorgeous? Women, do you want to wait 132 years to have a year maternity leave? I don't. Go from can't to can't. I'm your host, Cams, and I'm on a mission to empower women across the globe to unlock the unlimited potential and earning power inside themselves through Web3. Whether you're just crypto curious or a crypto connoisseur, this podcast is for you. Let's get it. Hi, and welcome to Women Who Web 3. It's your girl, Cams. On this week's show, we're graced with the presence of Gigi, a Venezuelan founder, CEO, and lead engineer of W3 Learn Academy and Crypto Tech Women, a Web3 community-centric brand that has empowered 20,000-plus community members worldwide to take space in Web3. Gigi's passionate about education, innovation, and the Web3 industry. She was a software engineer at an AI Silicon Valley company previous to joining the Web3 industry. Her mission is to continue to grow and lead the vision of crypto tech women while ensuring the right culture is nurtured within the community, which is having the right culture that is inclusive, where everyone feels supported, encouraged, listened, and cared for, and building longevity for crypto tech women is her main goal. Welcome, Gigi. (laughs) Thank you for having me. That was such a great intro. Gigi, you're building some fantastic things. You're even investing in women to learn. And we're so excited to pick your brain and hear all about these opportunities for the women who are listening. But the burning question, what gets you up in the morning? I mean, it definitely has to be my my inner clock. No, I'm kidding. Uh, what gets me <laughs> up in the morning? It's like my, I just wake up. It's like, poof, it just happens. No alarm needed. Uh, no, but seriously, though, uh, what gets me up in the morning is probably just like my passion. I think I'm a very passionate person in, in everything that I do. So, you know, I like one thing that literally gets me up in the morning is being a reply girl and going through my newsfeed for all my friends that are in Paris. And I wake up at like 6 a.m. I do my DMs. But then another thing that gets me up in the morning is, you know, like coming up, showing up every day and adding value to what we're doing here in Web3. I think Web3, as you know, probably in the bull run, is a fun space for everyone. And in the bear is when the real builders show up and work. So I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm really excited to bring education, to bring diversity, to find opportunities to uplift my community and those that are not yet part of our community. So, you know, I wake up every morning excited to see what difference can we make every day. Gosh, first of all, that's a superpower that you can just wake up. I wish I could just wake (laughs) up. My baby wakes me up or my husband or uh, nervousness or stress wakes me up, but usually not at the right time. (laughs) Yeah. Love that you're a reply girl. Go ahead. That's that's what building community is all about, really engaging with everyone. Speaking of uplifting your communities. As the founder and CEO of W3 Learn Academy 
and a little we'd love to learn a lot more about crypto tech women as well but focus on what you care most about and what you're doing and share what you're kind of like what you're building right now but share the journey that led you to creating these spaces and what initiatives you have coming up what inspired you to empower women in the web3 space Okay, Cam, so I'm about to go on a long rant and answer the five questions there. I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it short. I'll keep it short. Okay, so how did I start it? I started, I came into the space, I think it was like late 2020 when I started listening about Web3. I was already in crypto back in 2017, investing in, in coins. 2020, started learning about, you know, Web3, kept my tabs open on it, but the initial proposition of being, you know, an item that you can brag about and be the only person in the world who has it, while that's great, I always say for my sneakerheads out there, my hypebeast, for me, that wasn't really a selling point because I'm not someone who's going to be bragging. It's not really my motto. And so I just kept tabs on it because I kept hearing Gary Vee talk about it and I love everything he does. Later on, so I did share this with my other friends. And then in, I think it was like March, 2021, they came back to me, one of them, one of my best friends, his name is Spencer. And he was like, hey, you need to help me build this play to earn game. And, you know, at the time I'm working at Forethought, which we do generative AI, leading products, super busy. But once I found out it was like something coding and it was an opportunity for me to beat him, I just couldn't pass it up. So we go into this this challenge and we're playing crypto zombies. And when I say playing, it's coding. I always say playing. So um, we're coding and going through a tutorial together. But that for me is playing. Uh, and through the tutorial, you're learning solidity. And you're basically building a gamified like play to earn game with NFTs and just, you know, writing blockchain code. And that for me was really interesting. I think there were so many parts of it, but it was just... I'm a, I'm a nerd. Like I, I am a software engineer. So you talk to me about coding. That's like my bread and butter right there. And I went through this very long course to learn solidity. I kind of went through all of it. I became just really passionate about NFTs because beyond from the JPEG that people are used to seeing, there is code that creates it, right? So it's, you know, I think software engineering is one of my passions for life. And it's, so like you do express creativity through it. I think a lot of people just see it as something super technical. But anyway, um, that's kind of how I got started. I started building in, in Solidity, came into Web3 fully at that point to see what was the buzz about. And when I say Web3, I mean crypto Twitter. And being in crypto Twitter, I started making friends. Um, at the time, I did have a following in Instagram because I, I already used to do tech content um, related to like coding and getting jobs in tech. And when I came into crypto Twitter, I came in new. I wanted to start fresh. So I started a whole new account, started making friends. And I saw a big opportunity to create quality education because I just saw the big gap that there was in the space where people might be in the space, but they don't really even, you know, it's like, what are, what are NFTs? Non-fundable tokens. Okay, and like, how are they created in the blockchain? So I saw that a lot of people just had, and, and that's okay. That's like, that's what educators are for, right? So I came in, I saw that, that market opportunity to bring in education. And then even, even more, I saw the lack of diversity that there was in, in the crypto space. And no, it's kind of what I was already doing in Web2, trying to bring more diversity and equity in the Web2 space. So it kind of happened just organically. I started building Crypto Tech Women, a community aimed to be 
an inclusive space, a safe space. Anyone could ask all of the questions. You know, there's no big question. There's no small question. Just create a safe space. Your journey and your story is so important and so meaningful. I think your passion shows through in your posts and the value that you've been creating. I wanted to pick your brain a little bit more about women in the Web3 space. How do you think personally the Web3 space can benefit from having more women software engineers like yourself and female builders? Yeah, I mean, it, it comes back to just like tech in general, right? Like, I think a pillar for successful businesses is having diverse opinions, diverse thoughts, diverse views. Um, and it doesn't only have to be women. It could be just minority groups. I'm, I'm very passionate about like, hey, like maybe someone from a different part of the world, even if it's not a woman, it's still a minority. So I think every successful business has a woman, has just different people that can bring different value. Because if we are in a culture where everyone is from the same place, has lived the same experiences, has the same views, how are you trying to impact diverse groups out there if you don't understand them. I also think, you know, women tend to be more attention to detail. We tend to have better processes. And I think because, and this is, I I say it's like a double-edged sword. I think because we have been always put in a place where we have to prove ourselves more and prove our worth more and prove our knowledge more, we do bring so much more to the table as soon as we get a seat or we see an opening I always see a lot of like women or just like minorities come into companies and create huge impact because for them, they have to represent themselves and this will be what people will say and you want to show that you're worthy. So I do think having diverse voices, not only being gender, but also where you come from, how you grew up, all of that can impact the success of the business because you have to relate to an audience, right? And How can you relate to an audience if everyone is from the same place? Exactly. And we see this in business. Speaking of getting a seat at the table, when women are balanced on the board of directors or a C-suite for a company, that company is significantly more profitable. So we see the numbers are telling the story with us and really pushing that narrative forward. Thank you for that beautiful perspective. If someone is constantly sharing the same experiences, going through the same challenges, we don't know how to overcome diverse challenges as well. We have diverse voices. We can overcome diverse challenges and really push the buttons and the keys for innovation. And that's how we grow and learn. But speaking of learning, you are an advocate for education. What would you say are the most crucial skills anyone would need to succeed in the Web3 space, especially in software engineering? Yeah, I mean, there's so many skills. I think there's, we have both, right? We have soft skills and hard skills. So hard skills would be if you're a coder, being able to actually code. Soft skills would be communication, being able to listen, being able to work with someone else. And you kind of need both. In my previous company, I've interviewed so many candidates ranging from like Harvard, Google, et cetera. And you would be surprised how many of them would actually get turned down because they lacked soft skills. But I think for anyone out there, bring in passion. Passion is the first part of it. You know, we all want to get paid. We all want to get a job and a job will help us reach, you know, financial independence, whatever that may mean for you. But if you only have that number in your mind and you're only working because you're going to get paid, I don't think you'll ever push the boundaries of what it's like to actually be passionate about what you're doing. 
going the extra mile to get rewarded with like 10 extra miles, right? So I think fashion is the first one. I always say if you come from Web 2 and you hate what you're doing in Web 2, don't come and do the same thing in Web 3. Find a new skill that you can learn. And that has been one of our pillars at Crypto Tech Women with W3 Learn Academy, um, which is our educational platform where it's a generalist platform. We do teach code, marketing, launching projects, like crypto foundations. But the reason I made it a generalist platform was because coming into the Web3 space, I had all of the opportunities like laid in front of me. If I wanted to be an engineer for whatever like coding language, whether it was for like Solidity or like learning Polkadot, there are so many opportunities for engineers out there. But there weren't enough opportunities for the normal person who might want to be a marketer in Web3 or might want to be a content writer, right? So I would say I like find something that excites you first. And then, you know, if we can help support like your growth in this, or if I can help point you into different places, that would be the first place. But also just bring humility and patience because it takes time to you know, be in a new space, it takes time to job search, like all of this is, is a process. And I've seen people get defeated or burn out because they either try to go too slow or too fast, where there should be a balance. And, you know, more than anything, make friends. If you don't know one, I can be your first friend. <laughs> but in Web3, you definitely need friends. I think uh, that's like your foundation that keeps it together. And having a shared experience going through all of the Web3 fun sees. It's really cool. It's really cool to have a group of friends. I'm in a bunch of group chats. Obviously, I have my community as well. And it just feels really nice to check in into your friends like day by day and, and share like your wins, your loss, and also just like share alpha, which could be like, hey, like, do you know a job opportunity or connecting you with those? We actually, we also have a job board on our website. So if you have a job that you're thinking through, you can check out our job board. We have a talent collective, so you can apply to join and Companies that are, have access to our talent collective can reach out if your skills are, are a match for like the role. So there's so many opportunities in Web3, which I'm super excited about. That's so wonderful, Gigi. Thank you for sharing all those opportunities. Join Coindesk Consensus 2023, the most important conversation in crypto and Web3, happening April 26th to the 28th in Austin, Texas. Consensus is the industry's only event, bringing together all sides of crypto, Web3, and the metaverse. Immerse yourself in all that blockchain technology has to offer. Creators, builders, founders, brand leaders, entrepreneurs, and more. Use code WEB3WOMEN to get 15% off your pass. Visit consensus.coindesk.com or check the link in the show notes. I heard from you that one of the most important soft skills you think that you can't teach, right, is passion. What would you say to anybody who's listening to the podcast who might be considering like building something or becoming a software engineer? Where should they start and who should they be following, for example, like any companies or anything that you do that helps builders in general? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. So there's so much to it. So for engineers, I would say if you are interested, follow me on Instagram. It's called Gigi Scarlet. I'll have Cam's LinkedIn at the bottom. But you can go through all of my content because I've, I've taught a lot of, you know, where to start if you want to be an engineer. Also, if you don't want to be an engineer, but you want to be in tech. 
So there's lots and lots of content there. I say joining our community and feel free to ask those questions because we always love to link resources. We have obviously like our, our educational platform as well with so many um, courses there already. And software engineering is such a broad topic. So I would say start with what do you want to learn first? So um, there's so many um, ways that you can go into software engineering. For me, I started as, so I'm a full stack engineer and I also do blockchain, but I started as a front end engineer. So I started full stack and then I went into front end, like specifically, because I do think you have to become a master at one before you become a master to all, right? I think if you try to do everything at once, you're just not going to do one good thing. You're just going to do a lot of things poorly, um, which sounds harsh. But I think in the beginning, you kind of have to uh, figure out one thing, focus in that one or two years before jumping away. I, I pretty much love front-end engineering. It's like instant gratification to build code and then be able to see it. Back-end engineering could also be your way if you think front end is not for you. And there's, you know, obviously I want to push the web three narrative forward. So, you know, if you want to do solidity, solidity or Rust, you can, but if you also want to learn like some web two languages that you can also apply in web three, I suggest doing like React JS, which in my opinion is like super friendly, like beginner friendly HTML JavaScript as your foundation. If you want to go into backend, I suggest Python, which is also beginner friendly and yeah, so that's for software engineers specifically. And also, you have access to me like by joining our Discord. So if you're listening to this and it sounds like a lot, feel free to just join and, and drop your questions. And then for builders in the space, I think it starts with defining your vision, uh, what you're good at, what you're not good at, and what do you want to do? Because so for me, when I came into building crypto tech women, it was just a very organic feeling. I'm building a community and I happen to, you know, be an engineer so I can build these things. And I'm not an artist. So I hired a, a I hire a design studio. Um, so an agency and I'm a community builder because I've done that in Web2. So I started building my own community, opening our Discord. I would do social media because I would do it for my, my own profile. So then I started doing all of that. But that is also a lot. And for a lot of people, that is too much. <laughs> so if that is you, I something I didn't do in the beginning that I recommend is finding people you can partner with. Create a team. Maybe they're your friends and they happen to have those skills and that would be great. Or maybe you don't know anyone and going to like Upwork is a good initial step or Fiverr. But don't put everything on yourself. Find the things that you're really good at. Focus on those and then bring people on that can be good on the things that you're not good at. But having a defined vision and the way that this will bring value. And at the end of the day, a Web3 project is not just a project, it's a business. So also defining what are the ways that you can bring revenue in the future. Because an NFT drop um, is like a one-time income if you're paying for it, right? It's like a one-time selling fee and that can help you get started, but you definitely need revenue to sustain a business. I love that, Gigi, giving us all the knowledge and everyone listening. I know it's a lot, but remember, you can always pause, take a break, take notes and dive into Gigi's Instagram and Twitter, which, of course, we will link. It will be linked here. Gigi, before we started the podcast, you shared with us something phenomenal, what you're doing with giving away scholarships and really 
investing in people who need those investments to move their careers and lives forward. Tell us everything. <laughs> yeah, of course. So obviously we're super passionate about education. We're also passionate about fun stuff. So we also do really fun in real life events. Just got to plug that in there. But we are extremely passionate about education and we are giving away five scholarships for Polkadot Blockchain Academy. They're doing a summer program in Berkeley, which, you know, I never even got to go to Berkeley. So I'm, I'm just so excited to go there and check it out. I'm going to be a speaker as well there. And we're giving five full scholarships. They're going to be paying for accommodation. You get to do a summer program to learn how to be a blockchain engineer, which is super cool. And Polkadot Academy was was founded by Gavin Woods, who is the co-founder of Ethereum. So it's a super cool opportunity for anyone out there. And we, we're we also doing this with other uh, blockchains. So we are part of the Solana Hacker House this year. We're going to be bringing some opportunities for women that are in Austin, Texas to come and learn. You know, I think at the end of the day, for me, it's not about the blockchain. It's about the learning. So providing as many opportunities with whichever blockchains out there is one of our core focus. Wow, that's amazing. And I definitely have to look up the Polkadot Academy later, but what an incredible opportunity. And thank you for investing in, in people for their education. First of all, Gigi, this has been an incredible chat so far. You've shared so much alpha on how someone can actually start building, how they can join your community, and whether they're tech or non-tech, how they can get involved in the Web3 space. Tell everybody where we can find you. We'd also love to hear about your newsletter and all the things that you're doing. Definitely. So you can all find me at Crypto Tech Women. If you go to their bio, I'm tagged. My handle's too complicated, but maybe Cam's will link it. But yeah, Crypto Tech Women, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. We're starting on TikTok. So follow us there. And then we do have a free newsletter for everyone out there who is curious to know about the Web3 space, or maybe you're already in Web3, but you skimmed a few pages here and there. 30-day daily newsletter, we take you from, you know, we assume you have zero Web3 knowledge, we get you onboarded with a MetaMask wallet, we explain all the concepts, even like, you know, hot versus gold wallets. And at the end, you do get a proof of knowledge NFT, it's a free NFT from us to you. Is a non-transferable NFT that just proves it's like a certification that you pass this this 30-day course. It's path to Web3.xyz. Thank you so much, Gigi. Uh, just so grateful to have you on the show and to share so much about your incredible education platform we've created. Speaking of gratitude, Gigi, we are going to kick off our mindfulness exercise. So excited to have you join us today. Just going to do a little gratitude, a little breathing exercise that everybody can do. It takes about one to two minutes in the morning and the afternoon, whenever you have time. We're just going to start by taking a nice deep breath in through the nose and breathing out through the mouth. Do just two more like that to get settled in. Good. Relax the forehead. Bring awareness to the body and relax any areas where you might find some tension in the shoulder area. Relax the jaw. Loosen the belly. Good. Once you're nice and relaxed and just focused on the breath, as a matter of thoughts flit in, just recognize those thoughts and let them pass without judgment. Meditation isn't about putting our thoughts out of our mind, but just realizing they're there and letting them pass. 
something I want to challenge you to do in the mornings. Whether you're someone who doesn't need an alarm clock like Gigi and can just wake up when you need to, or whether you're someone like me where your children wake you up, or you kind of roll out of bed at the a little later than you want to, something I, I want you to try to do is to think of three things that you're grateful for, whether it's something that you're excited about that's coming up in the week or something that happened the day before. Whatever it is, think of those three things that you're grateful for. When we focus our thoughts and our mind on things that bring us happiness or that we are so grateful for, it really focuses our day and makes it 10 times better. It shifts the mindset towards positivity and productivity. And I hope you'll take a couple minutes of your day, whether it's in the morning, in the nighttime, or a couple times a week, to think about three things you're grateful for. Let's close with one last nice, slow, deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And thank you so, so much, Gigi, for coming. How was that for you? Thank you. I needed that. (laughs) (laughs) Besides my dog coming in and interrupting. But I'm so glad you liked it. I want to thank everyone for listening to the Women Who Web 3 podcast. You can find us on the Coindesk Podcast Network or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Cams. And look out for me and Gigi. We are both speaking at NFT NYC. We are so excited to see you in New York in a couple weeks. And we are signing off. Thank you for learning and growing with us. Leave us five stars. (laughs) Thank you. You've been listening to Women Who Web 3 with host Kamala Ancantara. This show has been produced and edited by Michelle Mousseau. Executive producer is Jared Schwartz. Our theme song is All Night Long by Lunera. Cams would love to hear from you. You can reach out to her at cams, K-A-M-Z, at womenwhoweb3.com or podcasts at coindesk.com, subject line, Women Who Web 3. Thanks for listening. <laughs>